0: How's it going? How's it going it again? good? Oh good. I just uh was reading my Instagram comments yeah. because I do. Yeah. Um, and I posted a picture of the cover of my book that comes out in 2020 yes. called Hashtag Very Fat, Very Brave, The Fat Girl's Guide to Being Brave and Not a Sad, Melancholy, Down in the Dumps, Weeping Fat Girl in the Bikini. That is the first time I've ever said it correctly on the first try. Wow. Um, And someone commented, dude, someone, uh, you or someone in your camp ordered custom wine from my business with that picture on it. And all of us on the production floor geeked the fuck out. It was me. I did it. I don't have a camp. (laughs) (laughs) Your camp. I think it's really funny when someone thinks that someone is doing the things that I just do. I I do everything. Yeah. Well, some people have personal assistants or camps. I don't have money for that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. Nah. Oh. One day. One day I will have a camp and they will order custom wine bottles <laughs> with me squatting in a wig to send to people. <laughs> 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 yeah, something to my uh, representation so to be fun. like, let's do more of this and Chinese honey. <laughs> um, I haven't seen you in a, a dog's age. <laughs> Is that a thing? Is that a, a phrase? Dog's a dog dog day. What is it? I think it's a dog's age. I don't think that's right. Uh me on the keys, can you please confirm that I'm correct? Is it a dog day? I no, haven't dog... seen you in a dog's age. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dog's age? Hell yeah, dude. I know something. If you uh definitely a dog's age. A very long time. Oh, because a dog for one year is seven years. Okay. So it's like we haven't seen each other for seven weeks. I haven't <laughs> seen you in a dog's age. It's been <laughs> such a long time. Yeah. Um, I've missed you. You've been in Puerto Rico <laughs> shooting. And, you know, it's been, like, pretty wild for me. It's been really wild for me, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I'm back for days and then I go away yes, again. And you go right back to Edmonton, Canada. Yes. Uh, I can't believe it. It's yeah. so wild. It's People are going to be so confused. They're like, you just said Puerto Rico, now you're saying Canada. That's because I'm not going to give out the location of my friend. Thank you. <laughs> it's called Decorum. You ever hear of it? <laughs> spell it. Oh, <laughs> you asking me to spell it? No. I'm oh, okay. Um, yeah. I. It actually is weird being home, because I've been away Mm -hmm. so much. So now I'm like, oh, this bed's too small. I need a freaking freaking king bed. Don't you have a queen? Yeah. A queen is barely smaller than a king. But it just feels different. I've been in these hotel kings, and I'm getting spoiled. Are you going to buy a king? No, I won't fit in my room. Mm -hmm. When I get a bigger place, I'll get a king. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do like a king bed. Do you have a king bed? No, I have a queen. Uh And I recently slept in a king. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, right? I can literally spread my arms and not touch the other side of this bed. It's nice. This is too opulent. A California king is crazy. This is that's too I'm much. Like what, what are you doing with all this space? It's like instead of uh, a floor I want a mattress. <laughs> yeah, just with this mattress to fill my whole room. It's too big. Too big. I don't think I could ever do a California king and that's my hard stance. <laughs> That, I, that's never. my platform. Never. I promise to the good American people, I will never get a California king bed. Yay! And that's why I should be president of the United States of America. She's of the people. All the blacks dropped out, and I'm stepping in with my firm, hard platform. All the couple blacks. All of them. All two of them have dropped out of the race. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I just... I was just in Spokane, yeah, and I got a, the hotel I stayed in was like super nice. Oh, nice, it was so nice, and then also it snowed. I don't, I can't, I know. Okay, I, oh my God, mm-hmm. so so, oh my God, Yes. I grew up on the East Coast, so like I should be accustomed to snow, yeah. But every time it comes, it is devastating, yeah, flabbergasting, yeah. It's truly just bad. i hate snow i think it's terrible sometimes it's nice when it's like fresh when it first comes down and it's like oh it's pretty the only time i like snow is if i'm on the inside yeah and there's chestnuts roasting on the open fire (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i don't (laughs) have to leave this room or this house yes i don't Ugh, my man keeps trying to get me to ski and what? it's like the bait of my existence. It's what? so stressful. Why? He, he's trying to kill you. I think so. Skiing is literal death. People be getting killed. Yes, they run into trees yes. or poles or fences. Yes, and I, I just don't want to learn a new thing. Mm. It's not like, I like did it a little bit when I was mm-hmm. younger, and it's like, oh, I just gotta like try a little harder now, and then I'll pick up the skill. I've I've never been good at it. I did it once or twice, and was like, I tried it, mm. and he's like, but you didn't try it with like you know. Your close loved ones. I just know, like, on a school trip or something. Mm-hmm. But I just have no interest. I'm always cold and Jenna oh, yeah, you are. You're a very cold and, like, person. And you're going to take me to a snowy place mm. and be like, this is fun? Mm. No, thank you. Mm-mm. I just, okay. There's so many terrifying things in life. Like, white people will cross the street when they <laughs> see a gaggle of black people. But they're like, you know what sounds safe? Strapping Thin, long sticks to my feet, (laughs) getting on a open swinging chair, Mm -hmm. getting to the top of a mountain Mm -hmm. and then having just sticks, nothing to really stop me if I need to stop. Yeah. And then just pushing off with them sticks and sliding down a mountain full of obstacles. Yeah. It's just you and gravity. It's not like. You're rock climbing and you're like tethered to a rope or something. No, it's just, you're free. You're tethered to the Lord. So <laughs> when he's ready to receive you, he can get you. <laughs> because you can die. You can die skiing. You can. It's crazy. Like, uh, my roommate, John Millheiser, John Millheiser, my roommate, was Instagram storying while he was skiing. And I just like oh God. DM'd him back. I was like, please be careful, my friend. Yes. Like, don't hurt yourself trying to get the gram going. No. Yeah, I'm not here for the. And then they were like, "How can we make this more dangerous? Let's make it one little stick yeah. on my feet. I need to be like sideways. No, Snowboard- yes, you can't <laughs> even look straight ahead. Yeah, no thanks. Are you kidding me? No thanks." And then sledding. You want me to get in a garbage can lid yes. and slide down the mountain? <laughs> get real. Get a clue. I'm inside. And then bobsledding. You want me to get a little tube? No. And get on some ice and go sideways? No and thank then you. a luge? You built this <laughs> ice thing? And you want me to get with my Jamaican friend (laughs) and and push off and and zoom down and and win things, even though I'm not accustomed to ice and snow because I fucking live in Jamaica? Are you kidding me? And then dog sledding. You want me to raise eight dogs for my entire life and have them trust me and and do my bidding and drag me across Antarctica? That's crazy. No, thank you. Snowshoeing? You want me to strap tennis shoes to my feet? so I can then just trek across snow, Mm-mm. ice fishing. You want me to walk across a frozen lake, cut a hole, and see if fish live? Ice diving, or is it the polar bear thing? You want me to get naked and jump into the ice and then just hope to get out on the other side? No, thank you. Build an igloo. You want me to get chunks of ice? Wow, that's where I draw the line. That's like a cultural thing. <laughs> Um, that has been the segment where we list all winter sports that we know about. Ice skating? We missed that one. Oh, yeah. You want me to go to my kitchen and strap some knives to my feet, and then I'm going to dance around on the ice, and some man's going to pick me up, and I'm going to trust him to catch me? Nuh-uh. Now, wait a minute. You think ice (laughs) skating is going to your kitchen, getting knives, and strapping them to your feet? Yeah, man, blades, dude. <laughs> How else you get them blades on your shoes? Oh, okay, my bad. So you want me to go to my kitchen, get some knives, pop off the wheels on my roller skates, <laughs> and, uh-huh. and strap them on? That's you know? better. Yes, I had a problem. I was like, "Where? There's got to be a barrier between your feet and uh-huh. the knives." It's the <laughs> roller skates, of course. Now I think we got all the winter sports. Yes, yes, we did it. Oh, yeah, that was exhausting. (laughs) I actually, ice skating was like a popular uh, birthday thing to do in Mm. my middle school and high school. Like, people would just be like, oh, it's Serena's birthday. We're all going to go to the ice skating rink. Williams? Yeah, she went to my high school. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like so funny that she didn't have a tennis party. (laughs) 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 But I guess you don't play where you work. Yeah, exactly. She's like, I want to, oh, She's like, I want to just do something different, Mm -hmm. you know, but still athletic. Yes. Yes. Because I'm an athlete. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was like roller skating parties and rollerblading parties. There was a very there was a roller skating rink. I think it's since closed. It was the Eatontown roller rink. And that's where everybody went. Good times. Yeah. But I can't roller. I can't roller skate. I used to be good at it. Then I stopped And like, any skill where you stop, mm-hmm. I'm not good at it anymore. No you might be good. Have you tried recently? I haven't. Or as an adult? You might be good. Yeah. I went with um, Josh Sharp, our friend, to, like, gay nights at the roller rink around here. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I haven't skated in a while. But, like, he really just, like, picked it up. Ah. Everyone picked it up. Yeah. And then there was me grabbing the wall, mm. fully screaming, not like <laughs> a ah. I was like, <laughs> ah! Ah! I was pushing myself around and then finally I was like oh I can't do this yeah so then that's when I said that was the the jumping off point to me signing up for roller skating lessons oh yeah and I spent most of the time marching on the carpet because he was like you don't pick up your feet Mm. because I'm afraid to pick up my feet because then I'll go bye-bye yeah did you ever feel comfortable with it once yeah I did like after the curve, I did, like, a straight line all the way to the next curve, and I screamed, I'm doing it! I'm doing it! He was like, you are! And then I promptly smacked into the wall and fell down. Damn. And then I didn't go back. <laughs> and I don't want him to think that that's the reason why I didn't go back. I didn't go back because I had a UPM tell me uh, the, the person who coordinates the shoot, he was like, you can't. You can't roller I don't want you to we roller skate to. while you're okay. shooting this because if you get hurt, you're going to delay production. And I said, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. One time, uh, actually, I did roller skate as an adult. I lied. I forgot. <laughs> My, I had a friend in New York when, when no. I was living there. I forgot. Oh, oh okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, sorry. Did me to upset you. It's okay. Okay. Um, a friend had a birthday party at a roller skating rink mm-hmm. and it was like Prince night. She loves Prince. And so we were like dressed up in purple and glitter and they were playing Prince songs all night. And this cab driver would not let me get out. It was at Prospect <laughs> Park. And he was like, you're going to Prospect Park now? It's like 9 p.m. He's like, it's dangerous there. And I was like, no, not. Not now. It mm-hmm. Maybe used to be, yeah. but it definitely is not now. And he's like, "No, people used to get killed in Prospect Park," and I'm like, "I'm sure, mm-hmm. but not now." You're soon. like, "Let me tell you about a little thing called gentrification." <laughs> Don't worry, the Prospect Park came very white. <laughs> uh, and, and he was like, "Are you sure, like, are you meeting someone?" He really, and it's nice that he was concerned, but mm-hmm. he was like, now hindering my night. He was like driving all around the park to like find an entrance where there are other people. He's mm-hmm. like, I really don't want to drop you off where there's no one. And I was like, thank you, but truly, I will be okay. It's very well lit. There are other mm-hmm. people walking on the street. And, like, I, was, I kept pointing, being like, I just need to get out there. I'm going to a roller skating rink. <laughs> It'll be okay. And then he's like, well, are you meeting someone? And then, like, a couple gay men in glitter and, and purple and gold pass by. And I was like, I'm going with them. So it'll be okay. Like, they, I'm going where they're going. Uh-huh. If they're not afraid to walk through this park, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I had to, like, run out of the cab because he wouldn't let me go. That's like that Lizzo line, why men gotta be great till they be great. Is that it? <laughs> why men great till they gotta be great. Yeah. yeah, it's like there was no reason for that man to do that to you. We saw a man be great in Indianapolis. Oh, yeah, we did. We were walking, I guess get in the lift or whatever, and... This dude was all up in this woman's face. Yeah. And from across the street, this man was like, get your hands off of her. And he walked over or like jaunted over. It was like a a light jog. Uh Uh, And then he like really broke that up. And then he left and he made sure that girl got in the cab and stuff. It was nice. It was really great to watch. I was like, you know what? Some men are great and then Amelia. <laughs> like, say, we're real horny for that <laughs> we're horny for uh, saving people i love a man who breaks up a domestic abuse thing i do yeah i do yeah it was really nice to see allies i've don't think i've ever had a cab driver be concerned about me they're usually like i'm like oh i don't think this is the entrance they're like get out i mean yeah that's most okay. of the time truly sure thank you i think this is a dark alley i don't care i do not care <laughs> Like, they'll drop me off. It says, like, the gates of hell. I'm like, actually. And they're like, no, this is your destination. (laughs) I already stopped the meter. Get out. Oh, I don't. Mm, Excuse me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, in Canada, well, in Edmonton, where I'm shooting, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, they don't have Lyft yet or Uber. They have a taxi app. That's not that great. Mm -hmm. But it's to keep the taxi drivers employed. So they're not like being ousted by Uh people who are just signing up for Lyft which is nice. I think that is nice. Um, I feel like they should have done that in New York. It's kind of crazy because I read this article about uh, in, I mean, I skimmed it. Let's get real. (laughs) But it's a, it was a story about how you have to buy a medallion and a medallion is what enables you to operate a taxi mm-hmm. and then in New York they inflated the value of medallions so that people were like mortgaging their homes in order to like buy a medallion Ooh, gosh. and then like a uh, the market went south or whatever. So like, it's like this whole, and then Lyft came. So then like a lot of these people paid a lot of money for their medallions and are in debt. And then Lyft and Uber came and then took money like out of their pockets. So then a lot of people were having trouble paying back their uh, loans for these medallions. And the article I read was so devastating. It was about two, uh, I believe Chinese immigrant twin brothers uh, and one of them killed himself uh, and they didn't know why, but he parked his taxi in front of the mayor's house that's where he left it and killed himself so i I think like they thought it was like a statement to be like you fucked us but yeah it's really devastating uh we love technology we love convenience but it ruins people's lives yeah so none of the lift drivers had to get a medallion no it seems crazy that they didn't like amend that where they're like oh if we're doing this then no one has to pay a medallion well i think that's why the taxi drivers were so up in arms about it yeah But I guess nobody was screaming it loud enough that it's like, not only does it fuck our living up, it fucks up our investment. Yeah. And I'm not sure about the medallion status now. Yeah. Uh, I didn't do any more research Mm -hmm. because I was on a plane and it went to the sky and I said, well, that ends that journey in reading this. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's also like all the people who got arrested for selling weed and mm-hmm. now weed's like such a hot commodity you could just go into the store and get it Yep, and all these people are like putting weed in drinks and stuff like that uh-huh. and making it like super artisanal and the people in jail are not being alleviated. Mm-hmm. That's also, I mean... People will be like, you bring race into everything. It's like, it's a racial thing. Yeah. It's like back in the 20s or whatever, a lot of black people smoked weed and then were sharing the joys of weed with the white. And then you got the anti-propaganda for weed. It's like, weed makes you a monster who like goes mm-hmm. out and assaults people and whatnot. Uh, and then they were putting, you know, black people in jail and then black people were disproportionately put in jail and stuff for weed. And now it's like, it's like, So you put a bunch of black people in jail for weed. Mm -hmm. Now it's legal. Now white people get to be like, do you want to come do weed yoga? Mm -hmm. Do you want to have a weed smoothie? Mm -hmm. Do you want some weed just like with your kale? Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay. so now they get to thrive. These people are still in jail. Also, after you get out of jail, you're a convicted felon. You cannot enter the marijuana business, which is a law to keep black and brown people down. It is this country is so wildly racist at every minute it can get. It's fucked. Yeah. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high quality, basic health care for more than two million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org slash future. That's PlannedParenthood.org slash future. So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada and, you know, people talk and you're just like, oh my God, this is annoying. And then you just hit an unsubscribe on a bunch of things you got subscribed to on your email and you're like, what is happening? And I know you've dealt with yada yada before. Like when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding in the deep in, in fine print or bills that seem to keep going up for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have elsewhere. And yes, it's possible to outsmart yada yada like triple-checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Stop by one of our over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Love starts with you. wow this is pretty heavy should we do a quiz okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay oh i would like to do what kind of dog are you because (laughs) it's been a dog age it's been a dog's age (laughs) since i've seen you and if i'm not a golden retriever i'll push you out the window (laughs) push me (laughs) i guess myself (laughs) okay it's friday night what are your plans Party time. Quick drink before you snuggle in with a book. No one invited you anywhere. Oh, God. Another OK Cupid date. Binging on Netflix. Clubbing. Dinner with your fab friends. Snoozing. Probs at a hot photo shoot. How specific for, like, a person? Yeah. Um, let's see. Probably dinner. Yeah, dinner with a fab friend. Uh-huh. Uh, I would also say that, yeah. Dinner with a fab friend. Meaning Nicole. I was just about to say <laughs> probably my, you. My one friend. What is your body type? Small and athletic. Lanky. Naturally thin. Polly D. What is a Polly D body? <laughs> is that like buff or Jersey Shore? It's well, a Jersey know, Shore. So but like But like, buff is, and tan. Buff and tan? And maybe short? But why is his why what's different about his body that it has a <laughs> specification? What do you think is it's it? the tan? I mean it just looks like a buff body. Buff and tan, I think. Buff and tan. Well why not just a why not a different jersey store person? Because he's, only he's the only one. Buff and tan. Vinny's not that buff. Mm. And then well, the situation let is. himself go when he was in prison. <laughs> As one does. Wow, that's a bad situation. No! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that got me. Uh, more to love. Muscular. Average. Short and curvy. Why does it matter? Okay. Uh, what is, this is, what is your body type? Uh, I would say. Um, small and athletic. Oh, not small. You're not small. You're pretty tall. Uh, hmm. I don't think you're lanky. Average? Short. Probably, mm. probably naturally thin. Naturally thin. Okay. Um, I get, I have to say more to love. That's the only one that seems. <laughs> Oh, what an awful thing. Why doesn't it just say fat? You gotta say, why does it matter? No. It, no. It does seem like it, it matters. It does matter it's, because it's, one of the questions. it's going to tell me about what type of dog I am. And that's important. Yeah, and dog types, some are big and some are small. True. More to love. Yeah. Please pick a color. pick a color. Red. Light blue. Purple. Lime green. Blue. Yellow. Pink. Black. Orange. Um, I would pick orange. Always picking purple. Always. (laughs) A-P-P. Always picking purple. What would the name of your memoir be? Oh my God. Just friends, a love story. (laughs) (laughs) Eat, love, and eat more. Oh my God. Running in circles and exploration in the... (laughs) You can do it. Futility of life. Yeah. Deadass. How I learned to love my mess. Life and Times of the Misunderstood Hero. Who me? <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind if I do. A guide to getting what you want. Growing without roots. <laughs> Man, that's so sad. I mean, I'm between deadass and who me. Yeah, those are very funny names. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with deadass. My probably. Be Eat, love, and eat more. You do love to eat. <laughs> you are my fattest friend.
2: <laughs> Darn
0: What's your go to dance move? Ooh, the wiggle. Booty dropping. Judging in the corner. Ballroom dancing. The hippie? The shopping cart. Aggressively voguing. Grinding. All about the fist pump. So I guess we're going to have a Jersey Shore dog. Oh, are these like. Well, fist pumping is a Jersey Shore thing. Oh, interesting. Uh, but booty dropping's definitely mine. I love wiggling my butt. Mm hmm. Uh, what do I do? I guess I. Booty. trap. Mm. None of these are really you. No. What do I do? Uh. Dance on rhythm. Yeah, I just dance. <laughs> the hippie. What is the hippie? I, is it wiggling your hips I guess what's the hippie the hippie you dance know the keys is, she's looking up the hippie dance oh oh just like oh like, like moving around. Oh. honestly that is kind of what I do okay <laughs> the hippie <laughs> then how do you cure a hangover I believe that is a bloody, bloody mary. mary french fries uh, some kind of egg bacon bacon egg or no that's not bacon egg and cheese it's some sort of yeah you're right an egg thing on a bagel uh, a tub sleep. <laughs> like a hot bath. <laughs> oh, just curl up in your covers. Pizza. Or eating pizza. Or drinking coffee. These, oh, in Okay, Drinking coffee in Advil, exercising. I don't get over hangovers. Um, well, you you do the hair of the dog. Yes, I do, baby. So, so Bloody Mary probably yours. Yes. I love a 6 a.m. cocktail. Uh, I would say probably the under the covers one. I'll sleep. I'll sleep in. And that'll mm. hopefully make my brain work. What kind of exercise do you prefer? Yoga. Throwing a ball around. Sprints. Whatever the hottest new trend is. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I guess laughing. Uh, getting excited, then running in circles. Sex. Opening the door for delivery. I'm a gym rat. I'd say yoga. I mean, like my favorite form of exercise, I guess, would be. I'm gonna say yoga because we do yoga-based warm-ups and pole dancing. Yeah, I really miss pole. Not ha ha ha. You do ha 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 a lot. No, I think the ha 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 is like ha ha. I don't exercise. Oh, I, I thought it was like I laughed. No, for, I don't think so. Like, core strength or something. no? I would be the thinnest person in America <laughs> if I got if I lost weight and had core strength from laughing. That's true. Ha, ha, I do a love lot. to tea. Pick an author: Nicholas Sparks, Toni Morrison. David Sedaris. Junot Diaz. J.K. Rowling. Um, Amiri Baraka. Sylvia Plath. The Internet, or I don't read. Albert Camus. I do like David Sedaris, and that's who I'll pick. Mm, I'll say Toni Morrison. Okay. Okay. Which pop star do you identify with the most? Beyonce. Cher. T. Swift. Robin, Ira Glass. Hmm, what a strange, <laughs> seems like person to be on this list. They don't understand anything. No. I mean, it's a trick for people who mm. aren't paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> yeah real trick. Brittany, I refuse to dignify that question. Lord, Ex Tina, Ovsky's Cher. Yeah, Ovsky's Beyonce. My God, I love Cher. Do you, what's your number one pet peeve? Taking food off my plate. Chatterboxes. Pretentious people. Pimple poppers. The patriarchy. Being a meanie. Chipped nail polish. Judgmental people. Have, having pet peeves is a pet peeve? I guess. <laughs> um, hmm. What's a pet peeve? Uh, I mean, I guess I don't like the patriarchy, but that's more than a pet peeve uh yeah that's something you're trying to dismantle mm-hmm. um mm, i don't care how people take my food off my plate because i also like doing that chip nail polish i'll say that yeah i think i'll say chip nail polish too yeah i was bugging out in italy that my nails were grown out oh my god I was it really was stressing me out um how would your friends describe you Artistic. Larger than life. Introverted. Superhero. Needy. Comforting. Funny. Loyal. High maintenance. I would say larger than life. I would say. Mm, comforting? Yeah. I'm a Great Dane. I'm humble. Well. You're so humble that you don't notice how much you stand out in a crowded room. You're extremely smart, but still approachable due to your warm demeanor. You'd probably make a good pediatrician or Duchess of Cambridge. What? <laughs> what? Pediatrician? Oh, I said comforting. Yeah. I got mutt. What oh, the wow. fuck? You're... <laughs> You're a renegade, an artist, and you will not be confined to any sort of box. You have tons of real-life experiences that make you a great dinner party guest with tons of stories. Plus, you are cute in that je ne sois quoi kind of way. Well, <laughs> I mean, I this is wrong. This I'm a golden wrong. retriever. I don't know. What do you think I am? I'm friendly and dopey and down to clown. You are down to clown. <laughs> I don't really know mm. dog breeds that well. You're a Doberman Pinscher. Is that the little tiny one? No. Mm, He's he a black dog. Oh. With brown. The mean one? <laughs> <laughs> You're guess- alert. Mm. You got long legs. Mm. <laughs> you said, hello, what's happening? What's over here? Well, I'll help you out. I guess I kind of am a Doberman Pinscher. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, can you look up the dogs in Homeward Bound? <laughs> I haven't seen them movie so long. Me either. A golden retriever, a bulldog, and a Himalayan cat. I don't even remember a cat being in there. <laughs> I truly don't. I think I kind of remember the cat. Shadow Chance, and of course, her name is Sassy. She's a cat. She's sassy. Yeah, and she's like a girl cat, you know. Mm-hmm. She's sassy. <laughs> Why can't she be like Rocks or Rocket? <laughs> <laughs> rocks I'm rocks the cat <laughs> meow I'm rocks <laughs> uh, do you remember Oliver and Company the um, cartoon so obscurely was it based on that orphan play I think so right was it I think so It's has like an orange cat that I think was an orphan and got wrangled up with a bunch of dogs mm-hmm. Oh. Animated update of the classic Oliver Twist. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Do you remember All Dogs Go to Heaven? I do, yeah. I loved Anne-Marie, that little orphan who got that new family. And then she was trying to take Charlie with her. That's what, what she said his name. Charlie? She never said it normally. She was always like, Charlie. And I love that Charlie was like involved with the dog mob. Yeah. Like, what a fun movie. But then the end is so... Sad. Can we watch the trailer of All Dogs Go to Heaven, please? Can I please watch this trailer?
2: All dogs go to heaven. But only one dog ever came back.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hi, Charlie. Hi. The story of a canine con artist oh, yeah. with a second chance at life who became a little girl's only chance for happiness.
0: I'm an orphan.
2: Oh, God, mm, She was so animals. sad. And Bert Reynolds as Charlie. You the best friend. Burt Reynolds as Charlie? Friend, I Reynolds
0: as Charlie? I oh. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Oh, Charlie. See? Charlie. Oh, dogs Charlie. Dogs Wait, they didn't tell us who played the little girl. Because who gives a fuck? We got a bunch of men. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we look up who played uh, Anne Marie? Oh, Charlie. Isn't it wild that I remember this little girl's name? Yeah, you remember a lot of this I fucking movie. Love all of heaven. Mm-hmm. I watched it so much. That was a. There was a lot going on in that trailer. Judith Barsay, uh, she was murdered. <gasps> whoa! That was her final film before she was murdered in 1988. She whoa. was whoa, whoa. We have to figure. We gotta. We gotta look this up. By she my, was murdered by her oh. daddy. No. Whoa! Was well, she murdered? What as a kid? <gasps> Whoa. Whoa! Oh my God! So as her increase, no, as her success increased, uh, Joseph, an alcoholic, became increasingly angry and would routinely threaten to kill himself and his wife and his daughter. His drinking led to three arrests for driving under the influence in December of 1980. Is that six? Maria reported his threats and physical violence, so there was a paper trail. But then she decided not to press charges. Um, And then after the incident with the police, Joseph reportedly stopped drinking but continued to threaten Maria and Judith. His various threats included cutting their throats as well as burning down the house? How, how do they have all of this information and he's still... Oh my God. So you reportedly hit, hit a telegram in, in uh, informing Maria that the... Can we move this microphone? I'm so sorry. To make it easier. Uh, a relative in Hungary died in an attempt to prevent her from leaving the United States with Judith. The physical violence continued with Barzi telling a friend that her father threw pots and pans at her, resulting in a nosebleed. The result <gasps> of the abuse, Barzi began... Uh, gaining weight and exhibiting disturbing behaviors such as plucking out her eyelashes and pulling out her cat's whiskers. Oh my God. In May 1988 after breaking down in front of Hanson, Barcy was taken uh, by Maria to a child psychologist who identified several physical and emotional abuses and reported her findings to Child Protective Services. An investigation dropped after Maria assured a co-worker that she intended to divorce Joseph and then Judith were going to move to Pamarana, Pamarama, Pamar, panoram, panor- Panorama, 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 a city where you can see everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then they rented uh, a daytime haven from him. And then her friends urged her to go through with it. and She hesitated due to her fear of losing her family home and belongings. In July, tw- on July twenty eighth, nineteen eighty eight, the Los Angeles Times reported that three people were found dead in apparent murder-suicide, and the victims were believed to be that of Barsi, her mother, and her father. Oh my God! So there was flammable liquid gasoline had been poured on the bodies. Oh, my God. This is fucking devastating. Uh, Joseph's body was found in the garage dead of a self-inflicted gun wound. So he just like burned his family and kill- and shot himself. His neighbor, <sighs> Eunice Daly, stated that she heard a gunshot around 830 a.m., uh, prompting her to call the police. Varsai and her mother were buried in Forest Lawn Memorial Park. Her final film was All Dogs Go to Heaven. She was Anne-Marie. Came out in 1989. Don Bluth, the director, said that she was absolutely astonishing. She understood verbal direction, even for the most sophisticated situations. The movie came out after she died. Yeah. Wow. That's so Oh, Oh, she, she was going to have, like, a career. What did she look like, please? Oh, she was in the Twilight Zone. Oh my kid. God! Just a really cute kid. She's an adult. She's beautiful. She's a stunning little girl. Oh, My gosh! Well, p- this has been the saddest. <laughs> I think absolutely saddest uh, little tangent we've gone down. Yeah. Oh, was she the voice of um the little dinosaur in uh, Land Before Time? Oh my God! And wow. she was gonna be a star. Yeah. And she got to work with Ted Danson. Yeah. Damn. Well, Judith, you're loved. Yeah. And I'm really sorry that happened to you. you influenced a lot of our childhoods. Yeah, I loved listening to you. I loved the way you said Charlie. Yeah. Charlie. Goddamn. That's yeah, bad. fuck your dad. Well, I guess we should help people with friendship questions. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I we? don't know. Yeah, I know. I've actually um, been watching a lot of, um, uh, Forensic Files. Uh huh. When I'm in a hotel, it's like all I watch, which is stupid because then mm. I go to sleep and I'm like, "Am I gonna get murdered?" <laughs> um, but. And in yes. a hotel, you could. It's very easy to get into a hotel room. I know some of them, like, there's no little key card to get in the elevator. So you're just like, uh-huh. you just go on up and then go to a door. Yeah, and then everyone in the hotel has access to your room. Yeah, that's true. And uh, you know that little lock you put on your door? Yeah. You open it halfway, and you can use a pencil to just knock it right off that little thing. Ooh, don't tell people that. Oh. <laughs> You think some murderers are listening to the best friends? You podcast? never, you never know. And like, oh, finally! Statistically, probably. <laughs> There's a lot of murderers in this country. They are. They are. They, they are, are. They are. They are. There are. Yeah. Yeah. How wild! I just couldn't murder. I just couldn't. Couldn't possibly. Yeah. So here. Sure. Too soon. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Too soon?
0: laughs> well it's one of the sound effects. <laughs> and it felt apt. <laughs> oh, it's kissing it better. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Alright, let's answer a freaking question. Yeah. Uh it was voicemail.
1: Hi, Nicole it's This year. Um my fake name is Schloop. There it is, Smith. Uh Smith is my real last name, so uh I'm trying to keep my identity a secret. Um, <laughs> I am currently in college um, and I love your podcast. I listen to it every single week and it really encourages me. Um, and it's just like really great to um, see and hear um, two black women have such a beautiful friendship, um, especially as a young black woman. Um, I guess my question is this year, I started to realize that a lot of my white male friends were treating me more like an emotional support animal than like a person. Um, I do go to a predominantly white institution. I do have a lot of male friends. And with those odds, the overlap often is that I find a lot of friends that are white men. Um, and a lot of them I found were just like spilling their guts to me for no reason. Like we'd uh, like go out to a party and then they'd be sober. And then they just start talking about their home issues. And like, I don't know, like in other instances, like there's been times when, you know, things are getting spicy and then a guy turns around and talks about, I don't know, all his baggage that he's had with love in the past, or with his mom yeah so I don't really know what to do anymore because I want to be supportive to those people but I don't really know um I guess I'm not really sure how to create a boundary that's actually positive um or like selfish like I still want to be there for people but maybe not you know when I'm trying to get my groove on (laughs) yeah So thank you. I love you guys so much. I love your podcast. And I'm a big fan. And yeah, I hope you guys are well.
0: Mm. Yeah, this is interesting because it could be her personality just draws Mm -hmm. people to her. Maybe she actually is good at advice and people keep going to her for that. But there also is a stereotype of Black women being uh, like magical Negroes or wise beyond Mm -hmm. their years. Like whenever there's like a teenage girl who's like lost or kidnapped or abused or something. People are like this woman or like Mm -hmm. they'll like age her up for some reason or be like, oh, she probably knew better or like, and that happens in the black community too, where they're like, you know, she's fast or Mm -hmm. as opposed to like she was abused. And for when men or young boys do something, they're still, they can be boys for a while, but young women for some reason are always aged up Mm -hmm. in the black community anyway. Um, so it could be that you could also remind them of their nanny, like you, mm. for, like who knows, and also like the magical Negro trope. Is very prevalent. A lot of movies and TV. So, Mm -hmm. like, they might think, "Oh, yeah, she probably knows a lot. She probably is wise." Because in this movie, they're like that. And I would advise you to stop going around saying, "You was kind, (laughs) she was smart, (laughs) you was important," because that would give someone the wrong impression. Yeah, maybe you should just stop being a nurse. Yeah, (laughs) stop dressing up in nurse scrubs all the time. Yeah, like saving people. If I were you, I would stop being a house slave and really tending to their needs. Maybe if you weren't combing their hair all the time just, like, telling them it's okay. <laughs> uh, I think you're on to something with that. But then also, like, some people have open, friendly faces, and that's mm-hmm. what my therapist thinks uh, happens with me and why mm-hmm. people want to tell me things. Yeah, um, But I do think it's well within your means to... Say to somebody, like, especially if you go to therapy, to be like, have you ever thought about therapy? Yeah. Because I've been on, like, dates where the date has just, you know, been like, I've been through three abortions. And you're like, oh, I don't. Yeah. I just met you. Yeah. Uh, you, like, that's a lot of information. Have you been really to unloading. therapy? Yeah. I, I say it openly. I say it a lot to people. Um And I think it's okay to draw boundaries and be like, oh, I don't know if I'm the person you should be talking to about this. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's totally okay to say. And if these are close friendships that you want to keep it is also okay to be like hey I feel like when we talk it's mostly you unloading on me mm-hmm. and I don't feel like I'm getting a chance to really talk it's like less of a conversation more of you just like mm-hmm. talking at talking me. at me yeah so it's like I would really appreciate it if, like sometimes you ask me how I'm doing because mm-hmm. you also are a person who goes through stuff and it's not really fair for this person to expect you to just like help them with their situation and not return it I agree um yeah Also, when she said, when it gets spicy, does that mean they, like, hook up and then they're unloading on her? I don't actually, I don't know. I didn't really understand that. that That's what I, that's what I heard is that she's trying to, like, get with this person Mm -hmm. and then they just unload off of her. Uh, Uh, Yeah. yeah. So it's, like, how, like, what would you say in that scenario to be, like, no, 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 I don't want to talk about this. Like, I want to get down. Yeah. I I truly have no idea how to handle that. That's never happened to me before. Hmm. Usually, I get spicy and then people say, Put her in the refrigerator. I don't need it. <laughs> put this on ice. <laughs> put, put that on ice. Let's cool that off. I have definitely had, I've like described this on stage like emotional one night stands where mm-hmm. I'm like hanging out with a person and then we're both unloading so much information about ourselves, but then it doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, Gosh, this person is just roaming the earth knowing so much information about me and we're not hooking up or like uh-huh. dating. But I don't know what I can really attribute that to alcohol. I guess, yeah, being a very raw place in mm-hmm. my life, and they probably were too. And for some reason, we just felt like this is the moment we need to really unload. And sometimes those moments well, should be did nice. Say that it was sober. Oh, yeah. This is all. This is a puzzle. Yeah, and it's missing a piece. Well, these boys are hurting. Yes. And yeah, where do you go to school? Yeah. What's going on with these She's boys? She's like the University of Trauma for boys. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, if you're in school, take advantage of those counseling services. Mm-hmm. It's free for you. So mm-hmm. you can go tell the, tell your friends, hey, did you realize that you, yeah. you we have these services for free that like you mm-hmm. can go and take advantage of this right now before you go out into the world and you have to pay for it? Uh-huh. I Yeah, we did it. I hope, yeah. Yeah, give us an update. Yeah. And then if you wanted to clarify anything, uh, please call back. Feel free, yeah. Let's uh, let's read one of those internet letters. (laughs) Electronic mail. Oh. Hi, I don't know if you can reach the girl that asked the question about making slash keeping friends after cancer, but I went through the same thing. Uh, 24 lift... Or no, twenty four Hodg- Hodgkins lymphoma, twelve rounds of chemo. What really helped uh, help me was a group of young adult cancer survivors called First Descendants. Mm-hmm. Wait, descent? No, yeah. De- descents? No, descents? 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 First Descents. <laughs> you know, reading is <laughs> truly hard for a lot. I mean, it's like an S and a C. It's like what is yeah. this? and also, I'm. It's far away from my eyeballs. <laughs> hey, Can we hey. make it a little bit bigger? <laughs> I bet y'all have the same issues. <laughs> It's a nonprofit that sends cancer patients slash survivors between the ages of eighteen and thirty nine on adventure trips: Whoa. surfing, kayaking, rock climbing, all the things I find dangerous. That's Nicole's thought, and it helped me get back on my feet. It also connected me with people around my age who are in the same boat. Thanks for the podcast; I look forward to it every week. Oh, that's so wonderful! That's, thank you so much for the answer. Yeah, we had yeah someone called in or wrote in yeah. to like one of our live shows and was that saying they're, that they're they're bummed because their friends kind of dropped them after yeah. cancer which which means this is a common occurrence that that there's a group yeah for people to do that but that's wonderful i mean these are also sound like awesome activities to do with people who have shared the same experience as you so because like no experience is really monolithic did i use that did i say that right yeah i can't believe it (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so yeah uh, hopefully to that, that person who wrote in uh, what was it called? De- de- descent. Yeah, let's get that right. So, first descent. First descent. First descent. Yeah, hopefully that's a national yeah. org, and they can take advantage of those resources. Yeah, that was a really kind thing. That was really nice. Thank, Thank you so you. much for that. So, um, if what? you want to, yeah. if you're so, listening and you want um, to yeah. call in, sure. write in, mm-hmm. what would ask, you do? You would email. Which, was the email? Nicole and Sashir at gmail.com. Remember that day? I couldn't remember it. Oh, I know. Mm. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. Or you can call us or text us at 424 645 7003. Yeah. You want to tell them about the merch? We also have merch. At podswag.com slash best friends. I'm so glad I did that. I told them about the merch. You really did. You did a great job, too. All right. Salutations. And good night. (laughs) We just found the website. It's firstdescents.org. So you can go there. It looks like they're all having fun. They're all outdoors. They are skiing. So it doesn't seem like they don't want to live that long. Uh, <laughs> another too soon joke fights <laughs> this year <laughs> oh, well. seal it with a kiss <laughs> that'll be better and the link is in the bio